Hello and welcome to the Fingal Library Show on 92.5 Phoenix FM. Also available as a podcast on Google Podcast, Spotify and Anchor.fm. And you're with myself again this week, Andy, and my colleague from Blanchestown Library, uh, Barry. Welcome along, Barry. Hi, Andy. Good to be talking to you again. Yeah, welcome back on the show. Thank you very, very, very much for coming on. How are you keeping? Not a... Ah, good, good. Just, you know, looking forward to getting the vaccine at this stage. Hopefully, not, not too long. Uh, I think everyone is. Yeah, luckily enough now I have mine this afternoon, so... Um, oh, that's great. I'm... That's great. And my, my own parents got their second one yesterday, and I'm, I'm beginning to meet more and more people who are getting it. So we're, we're, we're getting there. A bit of light at the end of the tunnel. It's great to see. Yeah, so hopefully yeah, the next time we actually see each other, we'll... It, it won't be in the, the too distant future the, with the library yeah. kind of due, due back open soon enough as well. Um, That's it. And and it's and just to say, I mean, uh, you might have mentioned this, but when it does open, it's going to be fantastic because it's been completely renovated at the moment. Uh, and, you know, when people come back, they're, they're not going to recognise their library. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. So yeah. it's something to look forward to. It's, it's looking lovely and bright. And just to anybody who, who actually is listening, I suppose... We might as well give them the details. Um, all of the libraries are back open for kind of like a browsing and a click and collect service, but Blanchardstown in particular with the uh, renovations uh, will will not be open at the moment, but we are providing a mobile library outside and a click and collect service as well. So um, keep stay tuned to uh, social, the social media channels and thingall.ie as well for the most up-to-date information um, on, on the library's opening hours and opening situation I suppose would be the best advice um, so Absolutely. I believe yeah. you have a, it's a really really interesting um, kind of I suppose an exhibition you'd call it um, a photographic tour of Europe uh, which is an EU direct and a Fingal libraries um, would you call it an exhibition? Yeah, it's it's. A, I actually was struggling to figure out what to call it because it's a bit of a mix of, of things. It's a, we we called it a photographic tour of Europe, and 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 you know, fog, photography is one of my great passions. And uh, I decided, how, how can we maybe use this for an event? So what we, I've put together is three sessions where I, I go through my own catalogue of photographs, but um, in, in a kind of live event uh, online and give a little bit of background information about the photos, how they were taken, composition, light. But also uh, there's a little bit of travelogue in there about some of my experiences in the places, some travel advice and a little bit of history thrown in too, which, which is another great uh, love of mine of, of some of the locations and we actually started on Wednesday evening um, right here in our own country in Ireland and specifically in Dublin and I went through my photography from, from the city and then we had a look at some from Kildare uh, Carton House there, Wicklow down in Glendalough and finally up to, to Belfast and uh, we, we had a really lovely session and if you missed the first one don't worry you're more than welcome to join the second sessions uh, where we'll be covering other countries and I'll, I'll go into that in a bit more detail later but, uh, and later on I'll give you how to, how to register for them but it, it was really enjoyable lovely to get a bunch of people together uh, and, and just to see people interacting with each other again which was nice and then even for me it was lovely to speak to some other people yeah it, it, it's a it's a it, to me it, it's really interesting as you say the, the kind of mix um i'm i for, i love looking at the photography some of the, the images here are absolutely fantastic in around dublin city um, and i'm supposed to mix that kind of the technical aspect of that um with you know the history and 
I suppose the story behind each photograph is um is really kind of like an immersive kind of um package that you put together. It's it's really really interesting. Uh, there's one image yeah, in particular. It, it, Sorry, go on ahead. Yeah, I was going to say what what was lovely as well is that some of the people attending also gave some of their input and told some stories about the locations or their experiences, which was really nice for me to hear as well. Yeah. Especially, I suppose, when you, you have different kind of generations, all a, a different group of people mixed together like that. Um, Absolutely, yeah. The stories can be fantastic. I, I, I do, there's one particular image of Dublin City, and I, I'm not too far from the city centre myself, uh, and I walked in around the city a couple of weeks back, and it's just, the change is ridiculous um, to when mm. I actually worked there, but... One particular image I do like is your black and white image of um O'Donoghue's pub, um with the the girl yeah. and it just it's like she's standing waiting on somebody outside. It's a fantastic image. It's one of my favorites from the different portfolios around the place. Yeah, and it's it's really interesting that because it's something I'm doing a lot more now. Is that kind of just kind of strolling around, and and I often use a compact camera for that rather than the big digital SLR, which can be kind of uh you know it's it's a bit heavy to lug around and and you know but for street photography i find the compact is great and that that was an example of that um and and, and i love that strolling around a city whether it be my own city or somewhere else with the camera at the ready and it just i don't know it just adds an extra layer to, to travel experience i find you pay more attention because you're looking for for points of interest you're 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 noticing light um and it's just something I really enjoy. Interesting thing about that photo is I, I actually, it's taken reasonably enough in, in probably the last two years. And, and I actually sold it a few months ago, Andy. And um, I sold it via a website called Fine Art America. But the, and I don't get to see who bought it, but I get to see where they are. And this photo was sold to a buyer in Windsor in the United Kingdom. And I, I kind of have a hope maybe that it's hanging over the mantelpiece in Windsor Castle. Maybe uh, Queen Elizabeth maybe uh, bought that. But who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Very interesting. Maybe it's it's maybe it's hanging in her in the in the whiskey room or something like that in Windsor. That's above, it above the Guinness top. Um, yeah, I mean they seem to enjoy their visit here, so you maybe they got it as a souvenir. Who knows? Um, fantastic image, and and as well some of the the other images then of of Dublin City are um, are probably taken with your the, the SLR camera. The some of the the images looking back down the Liffey onto the Samuel Beckett are fantastic as well with the, yeah, with the skyline. Yeah, it's one of my favourite locations in, in Dublin, especially the, the, the Beckett Bridge. I mean, I, 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 I often have a preference for kind of older architecture and that when, I, when I'm taking photos, but there's something about that bridge, the shape of it is absolutely beautiful. Uh, it, it, if you, people probably know this, but it's designed to look like a, a Celtic harp. Um, and it, interestingly, and this was part of the, 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 the session we did the other day, that bridge was built in, in Rotterdam in the Netherlands and this is kind of what we do during the sessions we have a chat about the locations and my sister sent me the other day a photograph she took of that bridge leaving the port of Rotterdam on a huge barge she actually sent it to me and we had a look at it in, in, in during the exhibition so she saw it leaving uh, the Netherlands uh, before it even got here and we have that photo in the exhibition so it's uh, yeah it was a really interesting little story I yeah, I vaguely kind of remember that now that you say it. All right, there might have been even a a feature um in the Independent or something like that when the bridge came in on a barge, um I must I must have a look at that image actually, it's fantastic, um and yeah some of the the other images as well um in around Carton House there's some lovely photography there as well 
um, the little boathouse. Yes. Am I right in thinking that's Carton House? Yeah. That's Carton, and that boathouse is probably the most photographed boathouse in the world, I'd say. Every Everyone who's into photography goes down there. It's great. I mean, Carton House is 20 minutes by train, really, uh, from where I am. And I, I went to college in Maynooth a, a long, long time ago, about 20 years ago. And, um, yeah, it, it, it's a beautiful location. I love getting down there really early in the morning, like before sunrise. And you'll see a lot of my photos are taken at that time uh it's it's just a great time to be out and about whether it be in the city or in nature uh, you get incredible light that kind of pale light in the morning before the sun comes up and then just when the sun pops over the horizon you get what's called golden hour and the kind of scene is is bathed in this beautiful golden light and it's you know my wife thinks i'm, I'm crazy getting up at the, the, these times but uh it's worth it definitely yeah um i, I see there's some other lovely um photos as well here from Meharal Valley up in County Donegal. I'm not sure if you, you spent much time, but last summer I, I holidayed up, up around Donegal. Even though my mother was from Donegal, a lot of um, ah, a lot okay. of the parts in kind of northern Donegal I hadn't been. And I right. luckily enough for me I was the passenger in the car on the trip uh, and I was just I was in awe of some of the some of the the just the scenery. So definitely yeah i intend to yeah i went up once with with my photography club as it happens and it's stunning weather the whole time it's an incredible county there's nowhere like it. it it has landscapes that you won't find elsewhere the coastline's incredible yeah love to get back i didn't get up so much didn't get so much of the morning and evening shots there so i would definitely like to get back and uh and, and photograph it again and that's often the way when you you find a good location you want to go back you know uh, it's nice to try new places but it's also nice to try and go back and get something a bit a uh, bit new a bit different and and there's one location actually yeah that's in the that's going to be in next week's session actually is bruges in belgium which is a beautiful medieval uh city incredible kind of flemish architecture and i've been there uh oh many years i mean 14 15 years ago and, and loved it but didn't know as much about photography at the time and always wanted to go back and photograph it properly and i got the chance a few years ago and, and, and had a lovely few days kind of strolling around uh photographing it um so that, that's that's included in next week's session which is also going to include uh, the netherlands uh which i have a connection to as well as i mentioned my sister uh, watching the bridge leaving rotterdam and she, she still lives in the netherlands now she's now in a small town called brila kind of near rotterdam uh, and and the photos there are from amsterdam um the hague and uh, Arnhem and uh, really lovely the Hague in particular is a city I, I really really enjoyed uh, and then we'll also be going to France which is, is kind of like my, my second home I, I married a French woman my son is half French I studied French and I'm, I'm a, a Francophile I love French culture history language and uh, Paris is, is really the city I, I could just go back to again and again and I have I've been there I'd say probably about 25 26 times through 30 times maybe at this stage um, on occasions I have uh, taken a flight in the morning gone to Paris with my camera spent the day strolling around taking photographs and flown back to Dublin that same evening uh, so that, that there, that's my commitment yeah yeah because you, you I mean the great thing is you don't really have baggage so you just hop on hop off it's you know and it's an incredible thing to do and it just yeah spent the day strolling around pick a couple of districts and stroll around them and 
and get some shots. Um, but uh, yeah, and there's also going to be photos from the Loire Valley and down in the southwest where I, I lived for uh, a while when I was uh, about 20 and uh, re- really enjoyed it. So uh, that's going to be in Wednesday next week uh, will be that session. And if anyone wants to, to join it, and we can repeat this at the end of the, the, the chat, um, you can just email me directly, barry.ocarroll at fingal.ie. So barry.ocarroll at fingal.ie. Just let me know you'd, you'd like to come to the next sessions. They're standalone, so it doesn't matter if you missed the first one. Um, you're uh, more than welcome. And I've no real numbers limits because it's an online session. I, I can welcome in as many people as as, as, uh, as want to join. I may avail of a place on that myself, Barry. There you go. I'll keep you to that. Um, there's a one, uh, again, I'm, I'll just pick out, um, actually, as you mentioned, Bruges. Um, I don't know if you remember, I... I visited Bruges on your recommendation, actually. Yes, um, yes, I geez, remember. Yeah, I booked the cheapest flight into Brussels, um, and these places. And I, I, I've been to the Netherlands in around the same time, a couple of months either side of being to Bruges, um, and these places are so so accessible. You talk about flying in and out of Paris, and um, just the network mm. of trains and stuff like that. I think from the time I landed to getting into Bruges, it was in around kind of maybe an hour and a half or something yeah places are so, yeah, so easy and to navigate uh, and they're well worth it when you get there there's something very magical about bruges in particular a very kind of relaxed atmosphere um and again you have some fantastic images there of bruges and one in particular uh, of paris uh sunburst over paris i'm not sure if it- Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah, I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, that, that was taken. And, and if anyone wants to see these photos before, they can just go to bocphotos.com. They're all on there if you want to have a, a sneak preview with them. Because photography is very hard to talk about in the podcast. It's, it's a visual medium. Um, but anyway, yeah, that, that was it was taken from above Paris. And, and I think um, I, I often get asked, where, where did you take that photo from? And uh, th- there's a place in the south of Paris called the Montparnasse Tower, beside Montparnasse Railway Station. And it- it's a big, ugly skyscraper, to be honest with you. It's not a particularly beautiful building. In fact, it-, it was so hated by Parisians that they changed the planning laws after it was built to make sure it could never happen again. Um, but it's there now. And the one great thing about it is it's it's probably got the best view of Paris from the roof. Um, and when you're up there, you can't actually see the Montparnasse Tower, so it's even better. Uh, but you, you can see the whole city. And um, I mean, people go up the Eiffel Tower, which is great. But when you're up there, you can't see the Eiffel Tower. So, you know, I, I prefer to go up the Montparnasse Tower. I've been up there probably about eight or nine times, I'd say, at this stage. Whenever I bring people with me, I always bring them up. And they're, they're blown away by it. There's, there's a beautiful cafe up there. And you can have a glass of wine and look at the city. And, and that particular photo, I was I think I was doing just that, having a glass of wine, looking at the city, waiting for the evening to fall. And this beautiful sunburst came through the clouds. So I had to kind of jump into action and run up two flights of chair, stairs, kind of throwing kids out of the way as I got there with this tripod swinging around. And luckily I made it in time and, and got the shot. Yeah, so, you know, photography's like that. It's about these little moments that don't last very long and, and being in the right place. Um you know, the, the, and, and interesting that we're talking about Paris, because there was a French photographer called Henri Cartier-Bresson, 
great street documentary photographer and his his big idea was he called it the the decisive moment that it's all about capturing the decisive moment and the decisive moment could be like i said that lady outside the pub that that, that moment at making a call that's never going to repeat exactly the same way that sunburst is never going to be the same again that, that that was at one moment in time it may only last a few seconds and to be there to capture it so photography is a lot about patience and luck as well yeah even i, I suppose as you, you mentioned kind of you know just you know walking and navigating a city i suppose you become that little bit more immersed in it and um you know you just come across i suppose like that as well just moments in time that you can capture on your on your phone um some beautiful photos of amsterdam there as well they do a, a beautiful light show um in around december january i think it yeah it was in around this i think they run it from december to february similar i suppose to the light show in the zoo dublin zoo here would be our nearest equipment mm, yeah, as well. Yeah. So um, I'm not sure the technical aspect how easily it would photograph, but um just the reflections off the water along the canals and stuff like that when I was there it was absolutely beautiful. Um so I, I would highly recommend that to you uh, to get across oh, and that if you could. Yeah, it's great. It's a great city. I'm still, last time I was there, I saw a guy. I, I didn't manage to get a picture, amazingly. I didn't have my camera with me. Lesson learned. He was sailing down one of the canals in a giant clog. It was brilliant. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's, 